0: it's the face of chicago business podcast introducing you to the stories behind the faces focused on fixing today's problems with thoughtful leadership and purposeful living sit down with us as we get to know the individuals who make our city second to none how you guys doing i'm tony arcy and this is the face of chicago business podcast today i'm joined by my friend senzi salasini senzi thanks for being here brother Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. This is going to be a good conversation since we've already been talking for like an hour and a half before this. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially since we have so much in common growing up uh, in the same hood, basically, right? Northwest, of Chicago. That's right. That's right. So originally from uh, Mount Prospect. Yep. Tell me about uh, growing up there since uh, it seems like you were really into sports, man, growing up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Uh, Growing up in Mount Prospect, sports really shaped everything that I do now. Right. Right. Yeah. From like we spoke earlier, learning about uh, you know working with the team, right? Just learning that resilience, right? Things like that. So sports for me really uh, did again shape who I am when it comes to also entrepreneurship, right? But um, yeah, definitely sports. <laughs> <laughs> so what sports you play growing up? Basketball. Basketball, ba- basketball that sport. was your sport. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, six foot three. Yep. That's a uh, that's a good height. Six three two twenty. Yeah. Well, actually, in high school at that time when I was playing, I was about what six one two something wow. right? but at the time as a high school kid at the time as a high school kid right big kid yeah right but of course now you know grew an extra two inches <laughs> in college oh the way yeah yeah and then put on an extra what 15 20 pounds yeah. yeah yeah so now you look more like a tight end you know linebacker that's crazy
0: man if i had played football who knows where i'd be right <laughs> <laughs> well i'm glad you're here yeah either yeah. way either way
1: yeah um so who'd you grow up with you said you had a younger sister, mom. Older sister, older I'm sister, the right? I'm the youngest. Okay, yeah. Okay. Older sister, my mom, uh, all from mom prospect. They were basically like two moms to me. You know, they were oh. both taking care of me, making sure I'm staying out of trouble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you got to play with some really cool people
0: too in basketball, right? Uh, you were telling me some some interesting individuals that have gone on to be uh, professionals in the sport, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: A few still keep in touch till today, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you still play ball? I try to. <laughs> Put it that way, I try to. I mean, if I can get out there consistently, I'll be all right. But uh, besides that, man, not really. Just yeah, life yeah. kind of took over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you're still in the area, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: So now so you, you mentioned that Chicago is not something that, uh, that you come to often in terms of the city and that city life, right? Um, but it's, it's a big part of who you are as a person in terms of uh, personality and everything you do, right? Tell, tell me a little bit about uh, your relationship growing up with the city and Chicago and
1: the way you kind of looked at it. Being raised here, it pretty much shaped who I am again, like sports, right? But yeah. for me, going back to the young age, uh, I learned about the Chicago Bulls early, right? So for me, learning about Michael Jordan, right, that team and things of that nature kind of brought me up loving sports. But yeah. then naturally, as you grow, start to go into the city more, right? You go into the city. Now I find out there's a lot of homegrown, home nature, like food, right, food events, things like that. So then I started to actually, as I hit, I think it was like college-ish, or a little after college, started to go in the city more to see a lot of the local stuff, right? Like, um, what's that pizza place? My girl took me to uh, Pizza Uno or Pizza oh, Do Uno? Yeah, Pizza Man, Uno. Pizza love R- it. Do it, yeah, love it, right? But I didn't get, I didn't really get to experience the city like that up mm-hmm. until after college. right Cause oh, no got, way. Right, right, because now I'm actually going to the city, experiencing yeah, it, things like yeah. that. Now so, you're an adult, right? Exactly. Call it adult life. You know, checking out the museum, things of that nature. That's when I really started to fall in love with the city outside of sports oh, right okay, because okay. but up until then man, it was all just bulls 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 bears right yeah but then um yeah once i grew up a little bit you know really got to experience the city
0: and you went to to school over in iowa right yeah yeah
1: graduated from university of iowa <laughs> that's awesome yeah so all four years there no two and a half two okay. and a half years there yeah, yeah. where did you go to school before then before that was at niu oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. but played ball at all no not at all not at no. all just transferred in yeah. yeah yeah um what'd you go to school for Graduated with my degree in health and human physiology. Oh, no way. Yeah, man. Wow. Yeah.
0: Very different from what you're doing now, huh?
1: Yeah, like we were saying earlier, it's like I graduated with my degree, which was an expensive piece of paper. Yeah. But what I'm doing now, I learned, 98% of what I learned in college was outside of the classroom, Yeah. right? And that's the stuff that makes you applying today in my life, right? Because we're talking about learning humans, right? How people operate, what makes people tick. And uh, that's where, for me, college really paid for itself. Well, when it comes to the degree, not much for me, man, as far yeah, as uh, yeah. health and human physiology goes. Yeah.
0: yeah. And the way you come across to me is just so so confident, so, you <laughs> know, um, very eloquent, very well-spoken. You know, would you say you were kind of always like that growing up? Was that just come to expect that when someone talked to Senzi that that's,
1: that's, that's what they were going to get? Man, it's funny you say that because um, yes and no, right? <laughs> so when I was growing up, no. Because uh, I grew up in a neighborhood where, you know, only black dude, right? So, of course, there's a difference there, right? And you got to kind of, you look at things a little bit differently. So, you know, you try to keep up, you try to play along, you try to, you know, uh, fit in, right? But I just never really fit in, of course, also being 6'3", you know, being my height, I I always kind of stood out. So that kind of sometimes hits your confidence level because you don't, like, belong sometimes, right, as Mm -hmm, far as what you mm -hmm. look like. But then also sports helped, right, because... Confidence comes from stacking wins, mm-hmm. right? And luckily for me, I was athletically gifted to where I can learn the skill later on, right? So naturally some wins start coming, stacking confidence, right? And then now you fast forward into business. Confidence was shot because early on, you don't have any wins, right? Yeah, when, you're, yeah. when, you're, when, you're, when you're just getting started. So when it comes to confidence, for me, it is, yes, what you can expect, but it's because I've, I've, I've learned to stack wins when those limiting beliefs we're hitting me, you know yeah, what I mean. So, sure, sure. so, and 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 I and, and I really dive into those stories because, yes, on the surface, right, I have this confidence and I am who I am. However, I want the listener to understand that if you're not feeling confident or you're experiencing limiting beliefs because of whatever story you're telling yourself, right? Like for me, being the only one of the few black people in my area, and not just right? black, but even culturally
0: African, exactly, right? I mean, right. Zambian, exactly, religion. exactly. Uh, how how did that? I mean. Yeah cuz one thing is being black and you go being right. an American, you know, all these things, right, but then right. also the you know, I don't know if, if with mom an immigrant or, or how yeah. far back does it go? It oh, goes my, it
1: goes back to I came when I was man.
0: Oh so you were two. born there? Yeah,
1: I came over oh, no like okay. to like that. Yeah. Oh wow, wow, wow. yeah, super. Yeah. young. I mean obviously no, accent's gone. No, for sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But um but the reason I say all this is because w- what I what what I learned on my way like on my come up in business was you'll see these individuals be confident, right? You see them maybe driving the nice cars, driving the, Mm -hmm. you know, with the pretty girls, pretty guys, whatever it is. And you see like, oh my goodness, I could never be that. That's why I, I bring it back and I say, well, this is who I am now. However, I remember my limiting beliefs, right? Because me growing up in a neighborhood where I was the only black dude in the area, right? Things like that. That's just, me in my own head, yeah, right? Whether yeah, that yeah. matters or not, you know, people can argue that back and forth till they turn blue in mm-hmm, the face. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's that's something that I put in my own head. Yeah. Then fast forward, business, same thing, right? We can talk about it. I was young black kid and my average client was middle-aged white male. Yeah. I got to come with something, right? I, I, I got to come <laughs> correct, right? So for me, the way I call it uh, battled that or really combated that was just coming in with so much proof, Mm. right? Like nothing sells like proof. It doesn't matter what I look like. I could be purple, green, blue, whatever. But if I come with proof, you can't argue that I cannot help you grow your business. But then, how do you get that proof, right? Positive self-talk. Because someone has to tell you you're good at something before you're actually even good at it. Yeah. Positive self-talk. And then from there, you start stacking wins, stacking wins, stacking wins, and then you become that confident X Y Z that people see. But I, I, I dive into this topic heavy because I know someone may be listening to this, and you have certain limiting beliefs right now, yeah. and you want to be that confident person. But um, it, it has to start somewhere, and I was I was there. I can promise you that I was there. Wow, I mean that's
0: deep, man. That's very very deep, and yeah. and, and to reflect on that, and you know, kudos to you. Uh, for for not only obviously overcoming that and and seeing that but but to reflect on it now you know was there a a particular moment where you made a choice was there something that happened like what was the evolution was it progressive or was it like man something's got to change one day
1: um it's twofold um let, let me ask you this is it are you talking in high school or in business
0: you no, know, in life, just personally, you know, did, did yeah. you know those limiting beliefs that you talked about? Right? Yeah. Did did you make a choice to not have those limiting beliefs to replace them? Did something happen? Did you just say, you know, enough is enough? What what, what kind of went on or or what transpired for that to take place?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. So, um, going back to even like, call like high school, junior high, early on, when mm-hmm. I realized, you know, hey, when when you started to realize what color is, right? yeah. and I don't want to make this all about color, however. Um, you start to realize, oh, I'm I'm different, right? I'm,
0: I'm I'm different. Well, I think when when you say color, I think it's just like you said, you're, you're people are always looking for what's different about us, even exactly. though we're 99.99% similar. It's like what what makes us different,
1: and, exactly. and when you see it, then you focus on it, right? Exactly. So I and mean, of course, it. as I mentioned, I'm I'm bigger yeah. than most people, right? <laughs> so <laughs> regardless, I could be purple, green, whatever. Right, I'm right, gonna stand out, right? Right. So I, I think some of that carried into when I got into entrepreneurship. Because like I said early on, was those thoughts came back, right? Mm -hmm. Oh man, I'm different. Mm -hmm. I gotta come with something. Whereas when I was younger, I came with athleticism. So I was able to take what you're seeing and put it in a positive light. Sure, sure. Right. And bring some positivity to it. Right. But now in business, I gotta build your trust. You know, so now I gotta come with something that will negate everything that you see, which is just pure proof, right? So for me it really came down to you asked the question of what was it it really just came down to being sick and tired of being sick and tired yeah. right because the reality is like limiting beliefs man it's the the tough part about them is it's just the story you're telling yourself in your own head <laughs> right most yep. people probably didn't actually see my color as something negative maybe they did maybe they didn't right. but either way that's what i saw so right. i knew i had to come in correct right with a lot of proof i got to come in you know things of that nature so so that's one of the things for me but it just really came down to being sick and tired of being in mountain head yeah. right yeah, and then sure. of course things progressed from there and then here we are <laughs> so
0: when you know one of the things that i that i read um uh is that you failed a couple businesses right <laughs> so it was, it was a lot of trial by fire that's it did you did you when you graduated college would you, would you look or let me let me take a step back when you graduated
1: college did yeah. you did you go down the traditional route of finding a job yeah okay, okay. Gotcha. oh yeah yeah i did and um i mean the first few projects for me kind of again how i ended up in advertising was it just came out of necessity right like my first two businesses mm-hmm. the thing that we struggled with was getting customers mm-hmm. and even before that was just getting like traffic you know getting traffic leads to get customers yeah and then Tried what did we try? A newspaper ads. We tried Groupon. We tried. And now, what kind of business were you in at the time? Financial reseller. Oh, okay. Right. So financial okay. services. And gotcha. um, we were trying everything, and nothing was really working. It was like it was like one step forward, two steps back. One step forward, three steps back. That type of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, at that time, we were putting like all our eggs into just. Now I look back and I can laugh at it, but into inefficient strategies. Sure. Like just inefficient. you We're sure. spending money on newspaper ads. like the funniest one that I think of because one people aren't reading newspapers as much anymore. Sure. And two, that has a life cycle of five minutes, maybe, if they (laughs) even read the little business card on the back, right? And then I came across Facebook ads. right? I'm like, hold on, there might be something here. Tried it, made a quick 150 bucks overnight. Now, I lost a lot of money because I was actually spending on ads. I didn't know what I was doing, Mm -hmm. but I realized, hold on. I was able to reach thousands of people from my laptop, Mm -hmm. and then Someone bought, but I wasn't actually there. Like Physically, I didn't yeah, have to yeah. be there. Changed the whole game, because yeah, now I'm like, hold sure. on, if I can get good at this thing, what? this is a thing, right? So, of course... Then uh, again, fast forward, and now here we are. We ran the agency. Where we ran ads for people. Then, of course, now we teach entrepreneurs how to run ads for themselves to get customers.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah.
1: kudos to you. I mean, for figuring that out too, right? Necessity. That's the <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, it was absolutely. a necessity, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
0: Take me through like the mindset aspect of things. Like you know, you're you're in a, in, a, in this in this business, and you're trying to figure things out. Right. We talked about obviously the um you know the limiting beliefs, if you will, where you yeah it it really comes down to the mindset uh, that you take into these situations. What, what, where were you at at that time that, one, for it to click, right? But, you know, did you have certain habits in place? Like, what were you doing from a mindset standpoint to prepare yourself or to, to groom yourself for
1: where you're at today? That's a great question. Um, failing. <laughs> <laughs> failing. Um, only because something I've learned is, is to be, you know, quote-unquote successful. Everyone has a different version of success, right? Sure. But I think to be, I shouldn't even say successful, just to be chasing something worthwhile, you have to have a certain level of delusionality to you. Like, you need to be delusional, right? So so when you ask what was, where was my mind at or what was my mindset, it was just the, the not giving up piece because yeah. I fell down a lot, yeah. which I think a lot of people do. They just don't talk about it. I'm just, I'm very open about it. Yeah. I fell down a lot. Was quitting ever an option for you? No, not no, at all. Not even, like, a consideration? No, I mean, quitting is just so much harder than trying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just... Quitting is just so much harder than trying. So we just get up and do it again. Yeah. But I mean, because here's the thing, and I, I'll talk about this in my programs as well, not not to plug the program, but oh, please do. is um, the way ads work is the same way that business works is the same way that humans work. I'll explain. First, you take action, right? You just go out with some sort of hypothesis because you haven't seen results yet. You just go out with some sort of hypothesis. You're trying you take, to get a baseline. You take action. Yeah. And then what happens is you get feedback, right? So let's say a kid's trying to ride a bike or a baby, even better example, is trying to walk. They're just going to try to walk. Then they're going to fall. But then they'll realize, oh, I should have put my right foot in front of my left after I move my left foot forward. Sure. Next time I try it, I'm going to do that next time, right? So again, you go action, feedback, and then you take that feedback, improve on it, and just take action again, right? And it's just that feedback loop until you get to where you want to go. So for me... When I realize, okay, because I mean that's how ads work. You literally put something out there. If people don't bite, you take the data back. You understand why didn't they bite? Why did they bite? Iterate, sure. improve, sure. do it again. Business, same thing. Life, same thing, right? They they all work the same way. Absolutely. So so for me, at that time, failure, it, it's it still sucks till today. However, what I've learned is it's it's such a necessity for success. Quote whatever your version of success is, right? Failure is just such a necessity right so so for me when you say where was my head it was more so how much faster can i fail to get there i like that but once i learned that it that it, it is a necessity you know what i mean yeah does that make sense yeah 100 yeah, yeah, percent,
0: yeah. so who'd you have in your ear you know whispering these things to here was this something you read was it you know that um something you watched like what, what where did you
1: draw from from this philosophy books 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 books, books audios YouTube University <laughs> and I mean we're talking about everyone right like across the board we got you know I had like Tony Robbins in my ear which I'm not even a very you know I haven't really bought any of his programs or anything sure. like that however you know there's the clips on YouTube and you, you found know, value in certain things he says 100 right? and you're
0: looking for those things it wasn't like you're trying to build
1: a loyalty to him you're looking for yeah things that apply to you I'm yeah, yeah 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 I mean um it's it's when you hear something that resonates with you in that moment right like I'm, I'm a big proponent of when it comes to books, audios, you know, YouTube and things like that is read what you need, right? So at that time, if you're right now struggling with sales, don't find a personal development book, find a book on sales. Like if you're struggling with fear, go find a book on fear, right? <laughs> right. There's a lot of great <laughs> books yeah. out there. However, 100%. I would always take into consideration, okay, why didn't that work? Someone's written about this problem. Like my problems <laughs> and for the listeners listening, like I hate to be guy to say it, but your problems aren't unique. Yep. Someone has experienced it. They've they've written about it or they have an audio about it or there's a YouTube video out there on. Someone has the solution. Yep. You just have to go and find it. Yep. Right? So it's not really failure. It's just you found something that didn't work. Yep. And then you go from there. Absolutely. So that was me as who was in my ear, man. I was just trying to find as many books and solutions as possible to solve my problems, right? But now the question is are you gonna read the books? <laughs> are you gonna <laughs> digest the information? Right? Are you gonna take action on the information? And it might fail again. But are you willing to get up and find the solution again? Right. Yeah. That's the key. That's great advice.
0: Um, when you failed or when you had that business and, and you're in financial services, right? Or that's what it was? Yeah. Um did you immediately go from that business into what you're doing now, or was there another one that um you know that you had prior to this one?
1: No, it was it was a switch because because oh, wow. uh, what happened was I started getting good at ads right and then you have people just asking hey you know that ad thing you're doing what's, what's going on there right so you start to naturally just help people hmm. right and then of course you progress and you realize hold on one second people need this you know no one knows people are now you know in today's world starting to understand like facebook ads is a thing instagram ads is a thing like online ads are a thing but people still don't know how to actually win from them yeah. and right so like for like for example i'll give you a, a really brief example Anyone can publish an ad, right? It's pretty easy to actually just put an ad together and push the buttons and press publish. But the strategy behind it is what makes the ad work. So for me, when I learned, okay, people need customers. I know how to do it. Why don't I just charge? And then it's a win, win, win. I'm winning. You're winning. And your clients are winning because they they found you, right? They found you. They do business with you. So you're impacting others. I'm impacting you. You're right. It's, it's it's a win-win for everybody. So it just it just made sense for me. That's awesome.
0: So outside of uh, our business, mm-hmm.
1: what does Senzi do with his free time? Or does he have any free time? <laughs> man, um, what do I do in my free time? As we were talking earlier, right? Love 2K. Yeah. Love 2K. I'll see anybody in it, even though I've been slacking a bit in this past year. But uh, love 2K. And for me, man, you can catch me with the book, podcast, just like this. Yeah. Right? Ingesting good information. Always in the gym, try to keep my head you know, out of the books and out of business. Sometimes I'm in the gym and I'm completely locked out from everything, right? You can't get a hold of me in the gym. Nice. But um, that's really it, man. Just hang out, kick it. Maybe watch a movie here and there, but that's yeah. really it. Now,
0: uh, recently engaged too, right?
1: No, I still didn't. Oh. Still did Oh, no, there. no so yeah, still yeah. Dead. Okay,
0: let me. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> R- rewind. No, you're fine. <laughs> Control Z, yeah, command yeah. Z. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Got to yeah. pick. Um, well, that's cool. And, and like, in terms of the vision for... Um, you know, I guess not only the business, but, you know, life, uh, the, the the Sensi story, right? Where, where do you see it taking you? What is it that, um, you know, the future holds or, or that the vision holds for your business?
1: That's a great question. Uh, for now, the the goal is just continue to empower people, yeah. right? And, you know, this ties back into business, but even doing things like this, right? Um, just getting my message out there and letting people know, you know, things that I've been through to help them skip a couple of steps ahead, right? Yeah. Things that I wish I had when I was, when I was kind of coming up and um, with empowerment is with the programs as well, right? Helping people grow their businesses, right? Getting customers with ads. And for me, I've seen so much fulfillment from that, from people literally coming in the program and saying, Hey, <laughs> you literally saved my marriage. Wow. You saved my business, right? We were going under, wow. right? Just recently her, uh, someone's business was going to go, Under in six weeks, she had six weeks left of rent to pay. And then she joined the program and now she's all booked out until March, right? We're talking 25 clients all uh, all through March. So when you look at that sort of transformation, for me, the goal just becomes now empowerment, right? Whether it may be, again, things like this, through the programs, people learning from my mistakes, learning about life in general, now it's just a goal of empowerment and to do that as much as possible on a larger scale. That's
0: awesome what a, what a what
1: a good message um <laughs>
0: it really is I mean that's what the world needs more of, and you know especially when everything we've seen in twenty twenty what what did you notice in terms of that um i guess the, the switch from you know everything being digital now right that yeah. there's nothing you can avoid I mean I heard something like over ninety percent of all um sales are being done online now, I and mean, no one's meeting in person right so how 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 has I guess all of that we've experienced change, whether it be algorithms or whether it be just the way that people interact online.
1: You know, what, what have you noticed is the most significant um, change in that? When it comes to like, techie talk, um, as far as change in algorithms and change in like the platforms, nothing really. Okay. Just understand that the the there are more users on the platforms now. Mm-hmm. So the real estate is less, right, of course, because there's more users, more advertisers, et cetera. However, from a from a business owner's standpoint, something that I learned was all the pandemic did was just compress time. Because this is where we were going anyway. There's sure, always going to be a place sure, for physical sure. interaction, et cetera. However, just got he, us there in a hurry. It just got us there faster, yeah. right? Because, I mean, you guys see, I mean, Amazon, they got two-day shipping, right? Or, or really like, et cetera. Like or what is it night, Like four-hour four shipping, two hours, right? Shipping, yeah. And then, I mean, so at the end of the day, people were going to start using Amazon more anyway. Yeah, but just sure. the... The, the pandemic said, I don't want to leave my house, so now I'm gonna use Amazon and get my thing tomorrow, yeah. right, whatever you're ordering. And then you look at Zoom, companies <laughs> like Zoom, <laughs> or even like Google Hangouts, I think they have, a, they have like their own Zoom uh, right, right, competitor. Right, right. But at a certain point, we have seen now that working remote is possible. But at a certain point, that was where the world was gonna go, I believe, right? Yeah. Because it's just less overhead, Right, less chance of insurance claims with with standard companies because you're not moving so much. Right, just in general, that's where the world is going to go. So I've noticed um, when everything went digital, a lot of people saw it as this shock. But for me, who's been in the space, this was where the world was going anyway. So like now, more than ever, we have people reaching out because now they see, hey, I was caught with my pants down. Right, I, I I didn't have a way to get customers. I didn't have a way to grow my business. So. People have come our way to, to learn how to adapt in the digital space. So that's one of the biggest things that I've noticed when everything went digital.
0: So you know, one of the things I remember, and uh, uh, it kind of dates me, but that you know when the internet was in its infancy, <laughs> and that everyone who was in business that didn't have a website was like, I don't need, a, I don't need a website, mm-hmm. I don't need a website, right? Mm-hmm. What are some of the pitfalls that you see, or potential pitfalls for those that aren't adapting to the times? And um, you know, uh, obviously. They want to stay in business, but right. you know, kind of that old school mentality, yeah. or things are going to get back to
1: normal, or yeah. you know, I guess what are some of those pitfalls that you could warn against? Um, stubbornness and ignorance. Yeah, because I've 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 been there myself. Yeah, right. I I thoroughly believe. I mean, I think I think I think a lot of us have been. Like for me, one of my biggest regrets or mistakes is being that stubborn entrepreneur. Mm. I was there. Yeah, where I wasn't open to listening to mentors. I wasn't open to listening to uh, critiques or you know people who are doing better than me potentially who can help me out. I was like, I'll figure it out myself. Yeah. I'll do it myself. I, I got it, I got it, I got it. That'll put you out of business. You're only literally hurting yourself only, right? And your family and whoever else relies on you to grow your business. So for those individuals it's, it just has to be a wake up call to understand this is where the world is going and if you don't figure it out, that's fine. Or if you don't want to jump on the bad wagon, that's fine. But your competitors most likely will. Yeah. Because they'll one of them will realize it and they'll take up most of your market. And if none of them do, someone younger than all of you <laughs> will come in and realize this and take the market. Strictly because they'll have grown up in this digital world or whatever it may be. So for me, I mean, the, the, the biggest drawback is just stubbornness and ignorance. And I can say it openly because I was once there. I was once the guy who refused to take help, refused to ask for help. And uh, it slowed me down and put me out for the longest time. I look back and I just regret not asking for help sooner, Right, looking for mentors sooner. Right? Yep, yep, for sure, no, that's amazing. And
0: if you're out there listening and that sounds like you and you need help or, or, or you're just maybe stuck in that, I would strongly advise reaching out to Senzi. There is a form below that you can click on and get to him directly, but um, you know, Senzi, very, very impressive. Uh, young man you are <laughs> appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Uh, I, I'm excited to to see what you know 2021 brings for you
1: and uh, looking forward to, to, to having you on other podcasts brother much appreciate man thank you for having me I really appreciate it